It's not every day you get to sit down and have an intimate chat with a legendary Mossad agent. And it's not every Mossad agent who goes by a single name. And when that name happens to be Tarzan, well, you know it's not going to be boring. These are the adventures of Tarzan, the Mossad agent. In his own words, in this Jewish TV channel exclusive. Jewish TV Channel is doing an exclusive documentary series on a remarkable and courageous Mossad agent named Tarzan. I caught up with him while he was in between undertaking two strenuous journeys deep into the African continent. My previous expectations of a straightforward interview were sorely tested as he shared part of his personal story with me, one that would make a best-selling spy novel seem tame by comparison. As I listened to just a few random events in his colorful life, I realized that I had inadvertently given the documentary producers a few problems as they confessed that they would now have to add on a few bonus episodes based on new information that came to light. Here are a few of those stories. Tarzan, it's such a pleasure to speak with you, and I understand that you will be having a wonderful documentary coming up that David Bannister has been working with you. Um, can you tell us a little bit about that? Yes. Um, well, my life story is, is a bit complicated. I did many things. Among them, I was sent by the Mossad to South Sudan. They requested uh, to get uh, weapons from Israel to defend the life and the property, the little they had. And what they said to us, if you give us weapons, we shall tie down the army of the north in South Sudan so they won't be able to send brigades, battalions to the to aid the Egyptians on the Suez Canal against you. And that was perfect. So this this was the story. This is the way it started. And I was sent with we were a small delegation of three people. Just fact finding mission. Go and see. We had we we know we had no information about South Sudan in '69. No one went into the place. Um, no man's land, if you want to put it this way. Um, so we went to to see, and we saw what we saw is people that they have nothing, and the little that they have, the northern soldiers they burn. They burn the huts. They burn the food. I mean, they're not. It's below slavery, and I didn't didn't like it. So, looking down, not lo- not only looking down upon the people, but doing all this savagery, you rape the mother in the hut in front of the family, and then you shoot the mother 
Do you understand what I'm telling you? Yeah. And I, I blew up. I blew up. Now, you have to understand something. I'm not going to come, coming back to Israel, I'm not going to say, let us, yeah, let us give them weapons just because I feel um, such a sympathy. And if they will use the weapons against themselves, a team against another team, and if they will just use it for hunting elephants. So we, the state of Israel, we, we added. So I, I had to be, I'm representing the state of Israel. And if I will say no, no, I don't think that we should give them, a life of seven million people will be destroyed. Because the North, Khartoum, intended to send one and a half million Arabs into the South. It will be below slavery. Unbelievable. It was very hard, hard work and hard conditions that we were in. But I did not give it them if it is 35 degrees Celsius or 350. And I came to the conclusion that if we give them weapons, they will fight. What I want to say, I mean, this is a, just a background to understand. What, why the, the relationship, I, why I have such relationships 50, 53 years past and still, because what I told my team members, I said, we are not colonials. We are not going to look down upon them. We are going to be part of them. Just part of them. There will be full equality. But I meant what I said. Full equality. No games, no nonsense. And I told the Mossad, weapons everybody can give. We are going to give to bring medicines to vaccinations to, for, the, for the babies, for the women, for the men. Antibiotics, as much as you can. I, I think that the factories worked full time to supply the amount we brought. You cannot imagine anything, everything. A doctor on the spot. When the British, did they send a doctor to, to South Sudan? Uh, don't make them laugh. So that was the attitude. So people have to, uh, the people that will hear us will see whatever. They will have to understand this was the attitude. I am coming to save these people. And I won't allow this savagery to, to, to continue. I will save these people. I will save them. Because we, we will be different to all the colonial powers, all of them, all of them, not only in South Sudan, in other parts of, of Africa. This is the point.
In our next episode, Tarzan describes how Israeli Jews saved Christian Africans in South Sudan from slavery and brought them to independence. Also check out his book, A Mossad Agent in Southern Sudan, 1969-1971, an operational log by David Ben-Uziel. I'm Laura Kessler for Jewish TV Channel. See you next time.